This episode of Just Kidding features Randy and Dave versus John and Dan in a main event on songwriting as they discuss their fourth and newest album, Giggle and Burp Ballet. If you don't already know who these guys are, you've probably been living on a deserted island somewhere. Randy Sharp is a Grammy-winning songwriter with the likes of Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre on his resume, while Dave Canoyne has eight award-winning children's recordings of his own. Big Bird and Kermit the Frog have him on their speed dial list. Their humor is contagious on their new co-creation of delectable songs about cranky children, a lovelorn fly separated by a screen door from his heart's desire, scratching, gubblebum, and on and on. These guys are crazy funny, and this album will make you giggle and burp. I'm just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too. Hi everybody and welcome to Just Kidding. My name is John Wood. And I'm Dan Crow. Well, are you sure? <laughs> a little concerned there for a minute. And we have two special guests on. Uh, Dan, would you like to introduce these handsome young gentlemen? Well, I'll introduce Randy Sharp and uh, you introduce the other fella. <laughs> the other fella I've known for uh, many, many years. Uh, terrific songwriter, great talent, and that would be Dave Kenoyne, uh from Song Wizard Records. And these two gentlemen have a new album out this week. They normally release albums every week, it seems. And uh, this album is uh, is uh, terrific, as as by the way, all of your albums are. And I, I've reviewed a few, and I'll. I'll be uh, reviewing this one uh, in a few days. This is number four, right, you guys? Yeah, number four. You have too much fun. <laughs> I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your songs are so whimsical, so much fun. I really, really get a kick out of them. I, uh, the love life of a fly. I mean, <laughs> I listened. I listened to that song, and I went, "Oh God, I'd love to have that track." <laughs> And write a love song, but then I thought, well, wait a minute, it is a love song. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I spy my beloved on some Dalmatian pool. Her wings look so lovely against that fresh goo. I'm knocking and buzzing and aching. Languishing lonely 
destined to gaze out the screen door, the screen door. I can't fly or crawl through a wire mesh wall, the screen door, the mean door that's keeping The screen door swings wide. I leap at the chance to be with her outside. I frantically search for some sign of her throughout the yard, but she'd flown in right when I flew out the screen door. The screen. Can't fly or crawl through a wire mesh wall. The screen door, the mean door that's keeping two lovers till fate has a change of heart. Keeping. Beautifully, uh, beautifully played. Uh, by the way, um, yeah, exciting album and uh, all the albums. Do you guys, uh, Dave? I know I talked to you a couple years ago. You guys were getting together on a regular basis, specifically for songwriting. Do you still do that, or have you adjusted the schedule? Or we get together every Tuesday at ten thirty. Really, and if we need to get together more frequently. We can always do that spur of the moment. In person, you get together. That's fabulous. Well, no. We did for many years, but uh, now Randy lives a couple hundred miles away, so we do it via, via uh, Zoom. Where, where do you live, Randy? I'm in Three Rivers, California. I'm just at the gate to the Sequoia National Park. Beautiful. Yeah, which is, is usually a great thing, but right now it's a little scary because we've got fires coming at us from all sides. Um, but it is it is kind of beautiful up here, and it's the area where I was uh, spent a lot of my childhood. And uh, so when my wife Sharon and I decided to relocate out of LA, this was our kind of first choice. But you guys have been I, this is a great production. Uh, now, first of all, how long have you been working on this album? In all of our album making, it's had such a relaxed approach to it that we will um, we'll have a period where there's just a lot of creative uh, energy around the writing and we'll, you know, hit that real hard and then there'll be a, a break from that and we'll hit the production real hard and uh, we can come back and listen in a month and if we didn't like it, we'll just start it over. And we're not, we're not working under any clock other than we don't want to wait too long to put out the next thing, but we just work until we stop laughing about everything or until we get it right. And uh, that's just our process. No real uh, schedule. 
you probably have a whole bunch of stuff that you've already planned out and laid out for future projects too, right? Well, our first three albums, um, we were usually about halfway through the writing and the production of the next record when that record came out. And because of uh, this move, it's been a little slower this time. But that's our process is to, uh, because we have listened to these things, you know, thousands of times by the time the record comes out. So we're a little bit over. <laughs> You're over it. It's good to see your two boys on the, uh, on the album. Yeah, Grady and Oliver both on it, yeah. Yeah, Dan's yeah. sons, they did great. They're good players and, you know, they know when to play and when to sit out. And Yeah, I'm real proud of them. Yeah, it's great. I bet you are. And, and then you, both of you, you all, your, your children have become musicians and singers, songwriters. And That's they work for cheap, too, which is... Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, sing this or you're out of here. I love uh, the cranky... Is it cranky children? Yes. Cranky children should get everything they want when you go out. Let them pick the restaurant. What would it cost you to buy that extra toy? Give up the coffee and donut you enjoy. Cranky children should get everything they want. Cranky children. Cranky children should forever get their choice We should listen to each tiny precious voice And for convenience give in to their demands I hope each modern day parent understands Cranky children Holy grown and have some cranky children of their own. Love that song, uh, and the, and the, the payoff at the end is uh, is perfect. And uh, it, it, it's it's so apropos, man. We should mail that to the Kardashians, maybe. I don't know. Oh, it's a low blow, but you get my point. But uh, yeah, lovely and uh, the. I'm glad you include a lot of dog songs. Yeah, we got a couple of them here. Yeah, for the biscuit. <laughs> Dan, uh, Dan will work for a biscuit. I will, absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, how did you guys get together? Well, my memory of it, which it may not, it may not be the same, but um, we started meeting each other, running into each other at uh, different songwriter functions, and uh, we were on the board 
of uh, a couple songwriter organizations at the same time. And we got to know each other just on a friendly basis. And at some point in all that, um, Dave asked me if I'd be interested in producing uh, or recording some of his uh, songs on his records. And uh, I had a, a studio set up in my house. And so we started that relationship really just, I was just a for hire studio and a friend. And as we hung out in the studio a lot, we became more and more uh, um, interested in working together and trying things together. And I think, Dave, you suggested I try something from an idea you had um, and see what came out of it. And uh, then we got together to do that and had so much fun that we just kind of never stopped doing it. And mm -hmm. eventually had enough things written together that we realized that this might be a, an act. This might be beyond just the two songwriters getting together. And, and, and I, was real, I was real into doing it because uh, coming from the whole uh, country pop world for so many years, I was really looking to try to do something I hadn't done much of yeah. and to stretch my wings and go to different instruments. And the production options and children's music are so much sillier and more fun. We could use any <laughs> instruments we wanted. And, you know, you weren't limited to the basic uh, pop and country rhythm section. You could, you could you throw in a tuba if you want or, a, you know, a xylophone or mm -hmm. a didgeridoo. It didn't matter. If that was the right piece of instrument for that mood and that feeling, then that's where we went. And it was really freeing and really fun for me. Well, you picked the right guy to hook up with, that's for sure. That, yeah, no I, I, I can tell you this about Randy Sharp. I will be in the middle of a song, and I'll feel very, very good about a line. And I'll stop thinking about that line because it's so good. Why, why mess with it? And I'll notice that Randy has kind of a very thoughtful look, and he's not saying anything. He's just kind of in that zone. I know he's concentrating on something, and I say, after a while, what are you thinking about? He said, well, I'm thinking about that line, and he'll say the line, and I'll say, well, what about it? Are you thinking about how good it is? He says, no, I think we can beat it. When Randy Sharp says, I think we can beat it, it means that good as it might be, there's something better there, and I'm going to find it. He is, he is incredibly good at improving an already good line, uh, which is a huge reason why I keep working with him because that kind of dedication to excellence and an absolute refusal to settle for anything that it resembles mediocrity is what makes him such a star. So you wanted to write about bubble gum and he wanted to do gobble bum. <laughs> <laughs> I have some double bomb in my market. Would you pike a lease? I bought it at the Stanley Club. It only cost new tickles, cause it wasn't Frary Veg. No, it wasn't Frary Veg. The label says it's super suey and delicious. Let's find a trainee sheet nearly. I'd be shed the glare Let's have a contest Moo and ye To blow the bar 
just lubble before the pubbles bob, before the pubbles bob. Let's walk out to find Mabrin Estimation. Stand on the Brunden Ledge at Lake Havasu and Chavaho. Would you like a piece? That's the song. One of the. I love that song. I love those spoonerisms that are on. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> you know, it's funny you should bring that song up because um, I wanted to write the words and the music together, uh, which we often do. But Randy said, "No, let's let's do the lyrics first. So we wrote the entire lyric without having any melody to it on the first way through. And that's the lyric that's on the final record. And just Randy just does things differently. He's, he's not locked into a certain way of a song being. He's, he doesn't begin with a production idea. It's just let's see what the song wants. You know, he's just that kind of producer, which... Uh, is, is why there's, there's such diversity of production and ideas on the album is largely because of that. Well, I, I uh, settled for a mediocrity a long time ago, hence my career crashed and burned, but I'm getting a lot of inspiration uh, from, uh, from you two, uh, but I'll just lay down until it passes. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've always been what's, what's that always been the king of self self-deprecating humor john first of all for the record i think you're an outstanding songwriter and i've told you that since i met you yeah absolutely uh, i appreciate that well uh i love hearing about the the process of the processes of of how people uh uh you you, you think it's easier to write with somebody on one hand, but then on the other hand, uh, you, you've got to learn. It's a marriage, obviously, of, uh, of the songwriting process and knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them, as you guys do terrifically. And uh, keep on, keep on rocking. Yeah. 
tell them they're drifting way off track As if that even matters when there's drums that need a whack Grunge baby kills it and just tears it up there's some great good guitar work uh ready as well and dave uh, it's, it's just it's just terrific all the way through and i love the sound you get and i love the way the album's mastered uh as well which is a, a job in and of itself so yeah. uh, you mastered that right randy yeah, the, yeah. yeah yeah beautiful job really well is that did you bring jimmy out of retirement on that thing was he he's not <laughs> Let's see. Sort of. Well, Jimmy likes Randy and me. Okay. So he's inclined to come out of retirement. Yeah. We tried I to pull him, in, pull him in on every every one of these records. I think he's on all four of them. He is. Uh, isn't he, Dave? He is. Yeah. yeah. Before the, the lockdown and everything, did you, guys, did you guys ever get an opportunity to perform these live at all? Or is that even interesting to you at all to do it? We've not. We've never done that. We never have. But actually, to be honest, the, our process, uh, you know, back to that kind of taking your time and getting it right and shifting from writing creatively and then producing creatively and and uh, all of the, the steps that we go through now, there's really not much of a window in there to just take, you know, months off and, and go out and play. I think had we done that instead, it would have been a whole different animal because we would have been... We would have come home, rushed through the process, you know, all of the processes, instead of taking that whole year or whatever we took to get that thing right. Um, it would be a different product at the end of the day. Well, you're both studio animals. You guys love it. I know you enjoy it. Being yeah. Yeah. Some of the funniest afternoons I've spent is uh, Dave and I in there trying to work something out. Yeah. And part of our, our plan 
is if we get on a tangent, chase it, you know. And more often than not, it leads nowhere. It's a rabbit hole. But we we laugh so much and usually stumbled on a phrase or a word or an approach, a concept, something that carried us into the next attempt. And it, it wound up, you know, being a good thing to have found. Also, Randy and I throw out all our ideas, whether they turn out to not be good ideas or they turn out to be great ideas because as Randy aptly points out, one thing leads to another. For example, for a biscuit didn't start out for a biscuit. Mm-hmm. I think it started out enjoy your biscuit, which it's not nearly as good a line. And you know, it became, it led to for a biscuit and all the things a dog will do for a biscuit. And it's yeah. much funnier. No, um, it is. It's just a turn of a phrase. Absolutely. And the song Quiero Queso, which means uh, I want cheese in Spanish. Yes. I think it started out avocado, which I got a kid who was offered every kind of food. Avocado. It's all he wants is avocado. Which, you know, Quiero Queso is, is a much better song, but neither Randy nor I cares if what we say makes sense or works. We have the freedom with each other. We trust each other to just throw these lines out or all these ideas out. And sometimes we don't even write a song. We'll just talk and laugh for several hours. I'll come home and my wife will say, um, how'd you guys do? I said, great. Well, what did you write? I said, well, hey, we didn't actually write anything, but we ruled out about 50 things. And so any day, any day you're with another songwriter writing or talking or you know, aiming for a song, it's a good day. You're working. Mm-hmm. You know, if you happen to write two songs in one day, okay, it was a, maybe it was an extra good day, but really, they're all good days when I'm with Randy Sharp. I love it. That's great. Your nobody song, I really love that. How did that, who, which one did you guys come up with? That? Who came up with that concept? That is, because Dave, you and I were talking about it before Randy came on about my Babe Ruth thing in the back and hitting lines right. each time, every, every time I'm up, striking out a lot too. But yeah, uh, and the answer is, once in a while we could remember, but we yeah. really can't because our working together is so seamless. It's ideas are just flying this way and that, and I, I don't really know. Who came up with nobody? I wanna be nobody. I wanna be nobody. When you think of all the things nobody can do, seems like everybody ought to wanna be nobody too. I wanna be nobody. Every time at bat, my friends all laugh at me and say, Nobody can do that. Nobody can do that. I'd like to ride my pogo stick from here to Pakistan. My friends all say, No way, Jose. Nobody can. So, I wanna be nobody. I wanna be nobody. When you think of all the things, can do seems like everybody ought to wanna be nobody too I wanna be nobody I wanna build a time machine to drop in on whenever I'm sure I'll hear all my friends say nobody is that clever nobody is that clever 
I'd like to go much faster than the speed of light beam goes I don't know how to do that now Nobody knows So I wanna be nobody I wanna be nobody When you think of all the things nobody can do Seems like everybody ought to wanna be nobody too I wanna be nobody The only one who knows all there is to know Who can do what people say is impossible So I wanna be nobody Great concept, beautiful. That's just wonderful. Mm -hmm. just, nobody. Yeah, can. those are fun. Yeah, I want to be nobody. <laughs> nobody can. <laughs> yeah, always can. Always, nobody can <laughs> do it. That's great. <laughs> I like it. By the way, the album is called Giggle and Burp Ballet. We should probably make sure everybody knows that. So whoever watches, because we have at least twelve listeners, so we want to make sure they're in the loop. Okay. Yeah, and a, and a couple of those are Russians. <laughs> so we're we doing double our audience here. Well, we can't we can't count them. But um, uh, as a reviewer, well, one of the things that I really appreciate, probably because of my warped sense of humor, is I'm so glad that you guys go with the best idea and and you never talk down to your audience. Uh, in my opinion, you bring your best stuff to the table. And, uh, hey, if it flies, it flies. And if somebody gets a little bent out of shape, too bad. This is the way the song is. Get used to it. I, I love that about all of your all of your material has been that way. The one, uh, what was it, way back with the, the piano solo? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. was it? Uh, calling with, uh, all the elephants. Yes. Oh, that yeah. was uh, the piano solo. And uh, there was something, was it, a, was it a booger or was it, yeah. what was it? It was uh, a booger. It came out of Mr. A's nose. <laughs> Come on, man. It didn't get better than that. Miriam's muse. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's like when you're talking about getting together, I remember reading about uh, Lennon and McCartney, you know, how they would travel across town and get together at, uh, I think it was Paul's house, and they would just sit across from each other because they had the left-right thing going on. And they would just bang out tunes, and that was their hope. And it, you know, it was a whole song and dance to make the best of their time. But that—that's dedication. That's dedication to, uh, and they come out of it with a bunch of. Well, uh, he said there was a 
rarely, rarely did they get together and not come out with a handful of songs. So, uh, well, I can tell you this about Randy and me during the week, we'll text each other ideas for a spot in a line that's not finished yet. And so we work on the songs every Tuesday at 1030 for several hours, but that's not all the work we put in on it. There's a lot of texting back and forth. We'll work for hours on one syllable. Because prosody is king, and you've got to get that marriage of the words and the music just right. Even if the meaning is there, if, the, if they don't sound perfectly right together, you've got to fix it. And this can be painful, but there's always a way to get it right. Wait, I, gotta, I have to write that down. One, one of the reasons I keep working with Randy is he and I share that tenacity for getting it perfect or as close to perfect as we can. Right up until doing the lead vocal. We'll change it. I'm impressed too, Dave, that you can you can still hit some get that higher range sometimes too. Sing it. That's great. You're referring to screen door, I believe. But yes, yes. That has a two octave range, and I have to say, I was at Randy's studio and I was having a lot of trouble with that those high notes, and I was also hungry. And mm-hmm. Randy said, "Well, let's let's have dinner." And I said, "Well, I'd feel a lot better if we could get this done first, and I could kind of relax during dinner, knowing that it was in the can." In the can means finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not thrown away. <laughs> but I trust Randy as a producer. So we had a nice dinner. And I actually was able not to fret about the song during dinner. And when I came back in, I was able to sing the song no problem. Oh. So Randy is really good at getting the best vocal out of me that I'm capable of doing. I just wear uh, like a size smaller underwear. And uh, I'm able to, I'm bouncing up the scale. I have a set of uh, vice grips beside the board here. <laughs> I'll pass uh, Dave sometimes. Randy Sharp is not a particularly touchy-feely guy, but as I recall, when he got that vocal out of me, I'm pretty sure I gave him a man hug. Uh, uh, nice. <laughs> you just showed him the vice grip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a compassionate song, you know, Dalmatian Pooicide. It's definitely... <laughs> we're really real proud of that song. If you, if you get, put a different lyric on it, it could be a legitimate, uh, you know, neoclassical piece. Absolutely. So uh, you know, I, I have to point out, uh, Randy, uh, I assume you do the, uh, the, drum, the drum tracks You're right, for, the, right. for the most part. Yeah. Uh, some of the best-sounding drums... The, uh, that I, I've heard from, uh, you know, from programming. Great job on it. Were you ever a drummer? In uh, junior high, I was in the marching band, snare drums. So I played in like the orchestra and the marching band, but I was never a, a trap set player. No, just a couple of lines you did. And that, funny enough, it was snare. There were some drum rolls in and out of uh, sections that uh, were going, well, there's something, something a little extra going on there, folks. <laughs> well, I do have, um, one thing I do often is on top of the program stuff, I have a little uh, snare head on a rim that I, and I use brushes with it. Mm. And I'll, I'll do a track live uh, to the uh, program track and just drop in all of that, you know, that drop hit and those little pickups that a drummer will do yeah. uh, to make it. And it's always different if you play it live all the way through. So it really adds some believability to it. Uh, no, no, exactly. I mean, if you're listening to it and you don't know, you would just assume that's a live drummer. So 
I just wanted to bring that up. I uh, really noticed that. And I noticed your cat behind you, Dave. I have three cats. I love cats. I have three cats, too. I know you didn't say you love them. <laughs> They're good with uh, rice and fava beans. <laughs> so I am. Um, I was being, uh, I was doing that, uh, a radio show, and I brought three pieces of string cheese to the session because I, I, you know, I get hungry. And I was looking for the third piece, and it was gone. <laughs> My cat, Jasper, he likes cheese. <laughs> he likes cheese. That's great. Jasper, the cheese-eating cat. Well, now there's a song there, too. Yeah, <laughs> you might see that title. He had commandeered the cheese. <laughs> I love it, the string cheese, because it's, it's hard to get into, <laughs> string cheese. I got to say, though, um, I've been having dreams about the, the monkey character on your cover. That's one scary-looking monkey. <laughs> and tell us about the artist that did the cover. On His this. name is Aaron Spurgeon, S-P-U-R-G-E-O-N. Very successful. Um, I was writing um, direct-to-DVD movie songs for uh, DreamWorks Animation several years ago. And Aaron worked there. He had a big job in the art department. And someone there, I told people I was looking for an uh, illustrator, and they told me about Aaron. I, think, well, I thought to myself, well, I won't be able to afford him. Mm. But actually, I was able to afford him. And he's been doing all my album covers now for several years. Wonderful. He's really great. And I'm very fond of the guy. It's nice when you're fond of the people you work with, you know? Yeah, yeah I guess it helps. Yeah, and, you know, it's cool that you have Regina there to offer some – she's helped us on – covers before, you know, gave us some guidance on, you know, graphic design ideas and things too. Regina Kellen. Yeah. She's yeah, the art director really on all my album covers. Yeah. It's good to have her there. Is she helping with your marketing and everything too on the CD or? Yes, she is. I'm lucky that I've arrived at a place in my career where I can work with only people I like and people of good character and, you know, people I can yeah. trust. Uh, I've done a lot of work for higher work. Sometimes I didn't really care for my client that much. Of course, I needed the check, so I kept working, and I always wrote a good song. But now, I work with Randy, work with Reggie, work with you guys. It's just a great feeling to be able to, to do that and to say no to jobs I don't want and hang out with Randy and laugh our butts off. Are you allowed to say butts on this show? Yeah, only yeah. yeah. You, yeah you can say whatever you want, really. Yes, and or, or butt, that's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's fine. We, we don't care. Uh, and our 12 people audience, they don't care. Most of them are in prison. So um, they, they obviously don't care. Remember our song, uh, Curly Cat from Snorkel? It said, Curly yes. Cat, to follow human laws. So it's okay to lick bellies, butts, and paws. <laughs> There's no need for utensils. Closet. Um, Forks have nothing on those claws that pierce and cry and satisfy Curly Cat. So we actually use the word but sometimes in our songs. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, as well you should. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, many, uh, yeah, I'm sure that uh, Lennon and McCartney probably wanted to use it too, but they got to overrule. Also in the song Hum, where the guy uh, glues his lips together when he mistakes it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Randy had a line said, I bet you're feeling kind of stupid now. And I was wondering if we should say stupid. Then I thought, if you glue your lips together, you're <laughs> feeling stupid. You're not feeling annoyed. You're not feeling upset. 
It's yeah. really stupid. Yeah. And on this album, too. <laughs> Did we use it? Oh, yeah. But the chef is so irritated with Cynthia, he calls it her stupid cheese. You're right. <laughs> so you got away with it once, you did it again. Because Cynthia had succeeded in getting his goat. <laughs> and he proved that she had by resorting to an adult saying the word stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was perfect. But that's what I mean about also about um, not talking down. You know, it, it's, it's just it just works absolutely works uh, in that capacity and why not i'm all i'm all about that it, it seems like this is a trend that i think a lot of people that are recording for kids and families right now are being a little more edgy and i we like that it's a, it's refreshing you know to hear that stuff it's great i listened to the album again uh this morning have you guys ever thought about pulling some of the songs and instead of a greatest hits album, doing songs specifically uh, like a musical, uh, putting those songs into a play format, because uh, so many of the songs, there is a genre. It's almost music hall stuff. If you, if you listen to them in that context, just pull a few of them out and uh, shuffle them around. I think that would be a terrific uh a terrific greatest hits type of uh, type of an approach. That's interesting you bring that up because someone just a week ago made that same recommendation. They they were hearing themes and uh, stuff mm. that they thought would work great on stage as songs could lead into you know one into the next and and they were making reference to other groups that uh, their music is aimed at children that have done similar things, which mm. I wasn't aware of. But apparently that is something that's out there in the world. But Dave and I haven't really pursued that at all, but it's something to think about now. Just a, just a thought. This guy was really hearing it uh, on, this, uh, on this album, on, the, on some of the tunes. But I've been wrong before, haven't I, Dan? Yeah, you're good for at least one thought, I find, per month, maybe. Wow. Ooh, tops. <laughs> i got to tell you, Randy, just a little aside. For years and years, backpacking in the Sierra, and everywhere, over every pass. And there's a song you wrote years ago called Dreams of the San Joaquin, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Jack Wesley Ruth, yeah. Yeah, you, you wrote that. Anyway, that was recorded by Kenny Rogers and Linda Ronstadt and everybody. But love yeah. that song. And I always, and I was, when I was up sitting along the mm. Joaquin River, many times I, that song would come into my head, you know. Oh, nice. That association, that was beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank song. you. Well, that was actually inspired by a conversation with Jack Ruth, uh, my co-writer friend. We work much like Dave and I work, where we just sit and talk and tell stories and see where it goes. And that was me telling about my grandparents coming out during the Dust Bowl and working in the in the fields and part of the Okie migration from Oklahoma. Wow. And uh, that prompted that conversation prompted that song and. Uh, we spent over a year rewriting that song, yeah, and then we felt like we had told the, both of those stories, both the story of how this beautiful uh, dream world that everybody was was imagining that was coming here, and then at the same time, the hardship of, of working in that life. Beautiful. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm saying, I mean, it, I, it was a favorite until I heard The Bear in the Big Blue House, and so then I realized that was a <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Are you guys working on any individual projects right now? 
Well, actually, we're because this record is just kind of fresh and you know getting a lot of attention. It's mm -hmm. taking a lot of our attention as well. We're doing more of these kind of things, and uh, I've been working on a lot of the graphic stuff for posters for some of the websites, you know, announcing it, and been working on a little video thing for it as well, which is taking forever because that wasn't my part of my skill set. But much like getting into into children's music. This was a new thing that I hadn't done yet, and it excited me to, to learn that process. Had I known how hard it was to come up with something I liked, I probably wouldn't have started, but now that I'm this far in, I've spent a lot of time on that. Is it going to be one song that you're going to make into a video or a comedy? Yeah, there, it, there is, um, other than that. Oh, good choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really like that song. That's fun. Lost one flip-flop at the beach Cell phone has a nasty crack Brand new boomerang won't come back I dropped my pizza in the dirt Popped another button off my shirt Wi-Fi signal up and quit My brother's still a nitwit Other than that Other than that other than that, everything's all good. Nothing working out like I wish it would. But other than that, other than that, ten cents short for the ice cream truck. Same little branch failed to duck. Forgot the tax, we're on the chair. Remembered with my derriere. What I once got A's in Thought a dead bug was a raisin Swallowed my gum, now I'm in trouble Every time I burp I blow a bubble Other than that Other than that Other than that Everything's all good Nothing working out like I wish it would But other than that Other than that Start biting out of bait Stomach's mad at what I ate But other than that I've been snorkeling Lost a flipper Still in wetsuit Broken zipper But other than that Other than that Favorite teacher heard me cuss Love my music, neighbors don't Dog ran on, but my sister won't Other than that Other than that Other than that Everything's all good Nothing working out like I wish it would Other than that Other than that Other than that Other than that Everything's all good Nothing working out like I wish it would But other than that other than that, but other than that, other than that. So how far along are you on the video? Will you be soon? Because with well, I've gotten real far on on about six versions of it, all of them which I hate. <laughs> there you go again, the perfectionists. <laughs> well, and the, and I feel like that the work, the album, and the song is too good to do anything other than something that matches yeah. it. So I'm really. Uh, it's really a challenge for me. 
but it's fine, you know, and I, I want the challenge. So. Uh, is sure. it be live action? You'll have live, you, are you guys? No, doing? it's, it's uh, an animation program that I've, I've learned and I'm oh. trying to learn. Uh, it's called Moho. It lets you animate. I'm actually animating the characters from the cover. Oh, oh cool. That's a good yeah. idea. It seemed like a good idea <laughs> before I got this far along, but yeah. I'd like to hear more about that later when you get it done so we can. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll send, send it to you when I have something that doesn't embarrass me. Okay. Or send us the six versions you've done. We'll just show them. No, the no I haven't even showed those today. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, oh, it's tough. It's a whole other world. And I, I knew it was, you know, that was part of the appeal. But, man, yeah. I, a whole new admiration for people that do that stuff. Yeah. So if, uh, if people uh, want to contact you, would they just go through your uh, – do you have a, a site for the, the two of you together, or do you just your individual uh, websites for contact? If you go to songwizard.com, one of the tabs says Randy and Dave. Yeah. And that's how you can um, get a hold of Randy and me. The people that do this type of work really have a heart for kids. I mean, there's okay, there's one thing about writing fun songs, there's one thing about doing this, but it really is, uh, we're trying to do, uh, we're trying to do something special that will uh, we'll leave a mark. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Much yeah. appreciated. Just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you get a little bit too. When we 